Good morning and welcome to St Swithin's as one at ten. It's great to be able to worship across the city and beyond this day. I don't know how your week has been. Maybe you've been able to connect with one or two people face to face. I have really appreciated actually seeing people instead of just looking at them on a screen. The theme of our service this morning is sacrifice and generosity. Obviously, Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice for us when he died on the cross. When reflecting on the theme, I was reminded of a family with four children in one of our previous churches who, on hearing about the vision for the next season of the church's life, felt God prompt them to give away the deposit that they had just saved to buy their first home. God had moved in their hearts and they responded by giving all the money away. Sacrifice and generosity. Before we begin, let's pray together. Father God, would you open our ears to hear your voice this day? And by the power of the Holy Spirit, would you help us to live as generous and sacrificial people? In the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Good morning. I'm looking at the next in our series of values this morning, sacrifice and generosity. I'm going to start with a visual symbol, this glass of water. When you look at it, what do you see? How do you feel? Is this a glass half empty? Half the water has already gone. What happens if you get thirsty? Who's going to provide you with more water? Where's it going to come from? Or is it a glass half full? Plenty of water for the moment. You can trust there will always be more available when you really need it. Is your mindset one of scarcity, a world that is insecure, it's down to you to create security for yourself, or is your mindset one of abundance? Are you generously provided for and able to be generous to others? If we are going to live the values of sacrifice and generosity as a St Swithin's church family, then what can we learn about them from the character of our Father God? I'm going to take us back to the very start of the Bible with the book of Genesis. From the very beginning, we see that God is the generous, extravagant and abundant host of all creation. God creates humanity to share in, care for and extend this abundant creation. However, starting with Adam and Eve, we see that humanity fails to look to God for our security, doesn't trust him to provide all we need to live. The result is that we start to look to create security for ourselves. But our way is not the way of life. It leads to mistrust, broken relationships, pain, and ultimately, it leads to death. We see the consequences of this ultimate lie that God cannot be trusted in the behaviour of God's people in Genesis. The violence of Cain, Abraham's deception, Jacob's lies. Again and again throughout the Old Testament, we see God's people focusing on what they don't have 
instead of what God has given them and done for them. You could say Israel has a scarcity mindset. Yet God's character is to seek justice and righteousness and to reach out in love to his precious creation, humanity. He offers his people a way to return to him. God does not give up on us, and in his generosity, he keeps giving us gifts. Speaking through the prophet Isaiah, God promises a surprising new way to deal with the evil and death in the world caused by humanity failing to trust their generous host. God promises a new king, unlike any who has gone before. And this king will become a servant and suffer and die. He would offer his life as a sacrifice to finally remove all the sin and suffering caused by humans failing to trust their host, creator God. And so we come to these famous verses in John chapter 3, verses 16 to 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not sent his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. This is the ultimate gift of our generous father God, who did not give up on us and kept on loving us, even when we turned away from him. He offered his son Jesus as a sacrifice in our place, and through his life, death and resurrection, Jesus atones for the debt we owe and purifies us so that we can stand before God. In God's story of redemption for all mankind, he gives the ultimate gift, himself. So we've looked at the big picture of God the Father's generosity, but what can we learn about how we should live generously from Jesus' life and teaching? Jesus teaches us that we should not live with a scarcity mindset, but with an abundance mindset. In Luke 12, 24 to 28, he reminds us of God's generous provision for all his, he has created. Take the ravens, for example, who do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. If our generous God provides for all his creatures, can't we trust him to care for us? Provide all that we need? God's generosity is not self-seeking. It is indiscriminate, giving to all, both deserving and undeserving. Is it much easier for us to be generous to people who will respond back with generosity towards us? It is much easier to give gifts to people who love us back. But that is not how God's generosity works. He keeps giving gifts to those who don't love him. And we can see that in the way Jesus lives his life. Jesus shows love and generosity to people others considered least deserving. Tax collectors, prostitutes, lepers, fishermen. Again and again, he teaches that we should love like our generous Father God. Love our neighbours as ourselves, even love our enemies. What is clear from Jesus' teaching and his life is that his generous way of living is not a guarantee of material prosperity. Jesus was God's gift to Israel, but they didn't accept the gift. Instead, they responded with suspicion, anger, hostility. Ultimately, they handed him over to be killed. Jesus suffered for sharing God's generous love, as did many of his first disciples, many in the early church, 
and many Christians today still suffer. We need to remember that we too may suffer with Jesus when we share God's unconditional love. But we do have a promise in Jesus of life in all its fullness. This is an abundance mindset, not chasing after economic or material security that we create for ourselves, but finding our ultimate security in our relationship with our loving Father. How then should we live out these values as the St Swithin's church family? In our reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 and 8, we hear Paul encouraging the economically wealthy Corinthian Christian believers to give generously to support Christians in Jerusalem who were in considerable economic hardship. He urges the Corinthians to give out of the abundant grace God has given them so that God's abundance will overflow in their generosity. This has been described as a circle of gifts and grace. The wealth of God's grace enables an abundance of human generosity, which pours out gifts to those who receive and inspires both giver and receiver in an overflow of thanks to God. This is the model we are called to live out as St Swithin's church family, to be known for our sacrificial, overflowing generosity that brings praise to God. In this time of economic and social uncertainty we all face, we could find ourselves falling back into a scarcity mindset, seeking to build security for ourselves. But we have received the greatest gift of God's rescuing and restoring grace in Jesus. To live with an abundance mindset, we need to fully trust God and remember that he has already given us everything we are not left to make this change in our own strength. God has given us the Holy Spirit to work in us and through us. By the Holy Spirit, we can be changed and reorientated to live a life that imitates Jesus' generosity to others, giving abundant gifts to others out of the generous grace that we have received. I'm going to finish with a quote from Charles Sturgeon about our generous God. He says, in all my years of service to my Lord, I have discovered a truth that has never failed and never been compromised. The truth is that it is beyond the realm of possibilities that one has the ability to outgive God. Even if I give the whole of my worth to him, he will find a way to give back to me much more than I give. So finally, let's pray. Yours, Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the splendour and the majesty. For everything in heaven and on earth is yours. All things come from you and of your own do we give you. Creator God, Help us to give generously in response to all that you have given us. I kneel down and start to pray. Thank you, God, for a special day. A day for the sunshine books and ice cream. A day full of swimming and fishing in the sea. Thank you, God. A day full of things, both big and small. Oh, thank you, God, for making it all. Brilliant. Hold my take hand, take my hand and guide me. Want to be my guide? I can see. 
More clearly when you were by my side. At night when I'm resting. What drove me and play? I will walk with you again. Another sunny day. Another sunny day. Amen. Amen. Amen.